indeed there are more questions than answers like never challenge a stormtrooper to a game of russian roulette hi america hello world my name is adrian lee and i'm your host you have to have a knowledge of star wars to get that joke you've been watching the mandalorian you've been seeing little i love baby yoda love baby yoda my you? favorite he's your favorite yeah. would you eat a wookie steak heather would you eat wookie steak no i love them oh i've tried it it's a little chewy <sighs> Welcome to the show. More God. questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre... <gasps> And just plain weird. If you've just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you've just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests. Somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains, with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Now each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall. Whatever my mother listens to before she goes to bed picks and pulls on her unconscious mind. And that's the very tune she snores. Let's have a listen tonight. Why I'm straining you, myself. Why are you still playing it's the Jingle walking bells. theme. That's the Emperor's Star Wars. March, yeah. isn't it? From March, Star Wars. yeah. It was Jingle Bells. I always thought that would be a great burlesque stripping song if you kind of did it in that style, in that genre. I have seen it done like that. You are messing up my levels. What would you dress up like? Well, you'd have to start peeling off the old clothes there as maybe Boba Fett. We did see a Yoda stripper once, do you remember? Yes, I do. A couple of years ago, we were at the MarsCon convention. Was it MarsCon or CryptoCon? That One of the big, Con, That yeah. was MarsCon, one of the big sci-fi conventions up well, in Minneapolis. And there was a burlesque show, and they did a theme of sci-fi, of course, because it was a sci-fi convention. And I did right. sit and watch Yoda take all her clothes off. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, there's no words to describe such wonders, is there? Not really, no. No. Excellent. The rules are very simple. So snuggle under your covers, turn out the light, and hold on tight. The points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. 
Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... I've missed that bell. The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and evanescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society, and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather realized this week that since the ocean has meat, salt, and veg, it is basically one giant soup. Welcome to the show, Heather. Sea soup. Sea soup. <laughs> Do you like soup? What's your favorite soup? All of them. You like all soups? Oyster stew. Not one you don't like. That's a stew. And the, the, the clues it's in the sense... It's not really a stew. But it's called oyster stew. It just has the oysters in it. It would be oyster soup then, wouldn't it, at some point? No, we call it stew. Any soups you can't manage? Any soup? We have a thing in Britain... And you're going to turn your nose up, even though Minnesotans eat the weirdest and strangest things, like fish in lye. That's what they make cement out of, isn't it? That's going to bind you up. We have a thing in Britain called oxtail soup. Nope. Very good. Nope. It's not like wagging or anything. It's just little bits of meat. Not going to do it. When you lived in Britain, when you were in Ireland, did you have oxtail soup? Have you had such wonders? No, but I had some weird stuff. Cockaleeky. There you go. You had some cockaleeky. When you were in Ireland. When I first saw the sea, when I was a little boy, I don't remember this, but I have been told I was taken to the seaside by my nan and granddad, and the first words out of my mouth when I was a little boy was, wow, what a really large puddle. Well, you can't argue with that, can you? No. I mean, it is a really large puddle, is it It not? It is. The largest of puddles. What font is alphabet soup? Any idea? Um, Ariel. Times, Times New Roman. Times New Ramen. <laughs> <laughs> I've always imagined a giant frog. Imagine a giant frog sat in a restaurant. Its dinner is arriving. The waiter has brought his soup along. And the frog sits down and it starts complaining to the waiter. He doesn't have a fly in his soup. That's what I imagine. Yeah. Waiter, why isn't there a fly in my soup? Now, I also wish to induce the mad and crazy... Michelle Corrie, she was born and raised in Mora, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle realized that the first rule of passive-aggressive club is, you know, whatever, it's fine. What? Welcome uh, to the show, Michelle. Thank you. I read the passive-aggressive version of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe this week. Have you read that? It's called Nevermind. <laughs> Nevermind. Nevermind. They're mad, they're bad. And they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 88. Can you believe such wonders? 88. Wow. I Fantastic. cannot. Do you remember the song Rocket 88? Are you familiar with the song Rocket 88? No. Rocket 88 was recorded at Sun Studios in Memphis back in the mid, I think it was 54, but I'm happy to be corrected on that. <gasps> it was regarded as the first ever rock and roll song. Oh. In the history of music, Rocket 88, after the Rocket 88 Oldsmobile, the 88 Oldsmobile, Ike Turner played guitar on that song. Really? If you get a chance, listen to Rocket 88 on YouTube, first ever rock and roll song. I do have to mention before we jump into the quiz, we have a listening party. 
currently taking place on Facebook. If you go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, there is currently a listening party taking place. We have many, many people on there. They're following the show. They're cracking their own jokes. They're having gift wars. They're commenting on all the fabulous things, all the jokes we've told so far. And there is a quiz very imminent called A Lack of General Knowledge, which we'll be doing shortly. You can play along with everyone on there. So why don't you look for more questions and answers with Adrian on Facebook and join our listening party as it's happening right now. As always, ushering in the first round is the Death Star. Martin's sponsored <gasps> gong of infinite knowledge. It's the Scarlet pit of statistics and the boba fed of facts stand back ladies and gentlemen always very impressive on this very day in 1962 the actor and comedian jim carrey was born fan of jim carrey do you like his i love him you've got a bit of an ace ventura haircut going on right now have you noticed that what's with the quiff honestly looks like you've just walked out of american graffiti it looks like 1958 I can hear grain onions playing in the background. Heather is beautiful. You're beautiful. You can keep muting me as much as you want. I'll just shout loudly and get picked up on Michelle's mic. <laughs> I'll that's... mute her too. Oh no, everyone's be... That's going to wake a great I'll show, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, you give someone a few buttons to press and the power goes to her head. Would that be mutiny? <gasps> oh my. Oh. I know you're going to end up with a ninja in a minute if that helps. Uh, ooh. You haven't told me if you're a fan of his. I did. I said I love him. He loves Jim Carrey, not a fan. Don't pay attention. He's very hit and miss. I do like some of his work. Some. Some. All of it. It gets. A, a I thought it bit. was the Riddler was god awful, wasn't it? I mean, is it only me, the Riddler? I love him. Can you give me a bit more volume? You keep messing around with my microphone. You've now messed up my levels. Ooh. Well, that's because you're too loud. I'm too loud. How about if I sit further back from the mic? How does that work? There we go. Now I can hear myself. <gasps> well, that's because you're deaf. Too many rock concerts mm. when I was a kid. Also on this day, actress Betty White was born. Oh, happy birthday, Betty. Do you like Betty White? I love I'm going to give the first points of the evening away if you can tell me how old 96. Betty White is today. She's 98. Do you know that for a fact? Pretty much. Yeah, she is 98. The first point. Oh. That's great, by the way. I'd be happy to get to 98, wouldn't you? Incredible. Michelle wins her first points of the evening. She's on two little ducks right now, and she's taken a lead. But all this to play for. So for the very first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Betty White feeling confident. No. No one in the room is feeling confident. If White would not have broken into acting, what would be her ideal job? What did she want to do? If she hadn't have broken into acting, what would she have done? She holds the world record, by the way. She holds the Guinness record for being on the TV for the longest amount of time. There was a gentleman in Britain who used to host many quiz shows and many chat shows and light variety shows called Bruce Forsyth. And he held the record. But he died, unfortunately, several years ago. And Betty White is still going. So Betty White now holds that record. She wrestled that out of the hands of Bruce Forsyth. I love her. She's Bruce spicy. Forsyth did the dancing show that they have, the ballroom dancing show. I can't remember the names of these things. Strictly ballroom? That's oh. the stuff. Is Something it? like that, yeah. He was famous for doing that kind of show. She was going to be a baker. You are suggesting she was going to be a baker? Yep. Really? Will you be needing me? <sighs> 
You're thinking Baker. Yeah. What do you think, Michelle? What would Betty White have done if she hadn't have broken into the entertainment business? I think a veterinarian. Oh, 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 oh. I say, I'm going to give you a couple more points. You haven't hit it directly on the head, but you're close enough, because my next clue was, it's with animals. And I'm not talking butchery or a slaughterhouse. No, she loves animals. She does indeed. She wanted to be a zookeeper. Oh, a zookeeper. So that's where she wanted to be. I went to the local zoo, and I just saw a baguette in a cage. It was bred in captivity. Oh, God, stop. No. 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 (laughs) What was White's answer when she was asked, what have you not done in the business... (laughs) That you've always wanted to do. So what was her reply? Think about her wit, her repartee, her nature. She was asked, what have you not done in the business that you've always wanted to do? What do you think her reply was? Okay, is it a location or is it an actual thing that she hasn't done yet? It's an actual thing. Uh, the one thing she, she has, wishes she'd done. She never went <coughs> over to entertain the troops. Wow. Ooh. Any war. Pick a war. First World War. I don't know. Second She's World had war. several to choose <laughs> from. Right. Battle of Waterloo. Napoleonic Wars. Yes. Napoleon. Franco-Russian. Yes. <laughs> okay. What do you think she wishes she'd have done? A, a nudie love scene. A nudie. Love scene. Her answer was Robert Redford. Oh! <laughs> she wishes she'd have done. I didn't know that was on the list. Well, Ooh. I told you that, you know, bearing in mind her nature and she's... the type of person she is, if you're interested, he's 14 years younger than her, if that makes a difference. Not really. She's a cougar. That also suggests that he's quite old as well if yes. she's 98, yes. right? Unbelievable. Betty White, of course, outliving jokes about how Betty White is still alive, which is quite ironic. Did she... Uh, do you guys know, did she ever get a Lifetime Achievement Award? She should have. I think she did. I think she's won a couple of awards. Is it Emmys? I think yeah. she's won the biggest distance between Emmys. I think she won one in the 50s, and then she won one in about 2014 for a show she did about, you know, a, a sort of... Um, oh, with Valerie Bertinelli yeah. and... That's right, yeah. Bert and Ernie. You've got uh... it. It was like a practical joke type thing, wasn't oh, it? If my memory okay. serves me right. But it's the longest distance. I think it's like 70 huh. odd years between winning the first award and then winning the second. And these won't be broken, I would suggest. Some of these have some longevity to them, don't they? Also, on this day in 1931, James L. Jones was <gasps> born. Famous for being the voice of Darth Vader. See, I've got a bit of a Star Wars theme going on tonight. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Good silence. So, for the very (gasps) first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts about James L. Jones. What did James L. Jones suffer with when he was at school? Chicken pox. He got chicken pox. Yep. That struck him down. Yep. Caused him consternation. He missed two weeks and of dyslexia. School. Dyslexia. Oh. And chicken pox. So he got picking oh. cocks. Yeah. I got a spoonerism <laughs> in there. How cool is that? You think he was struck down with dyslexia? Yeah. I've got dyslexia. It's not funny. When I was at university, I took an F. It was really dangerous. Then I went to a party and injected a heron. 
Good times. Oh, nope. God. Nope. You think Mm-mm. he suffered with chicken pox. When I was at school, elementary school, I was probably 10 years old, the entire class got struck down with chicken pox, except me. I'm sat there on my own. I was the only person in my class who didn't have chicken pox. You were poxless? Then, when I was 16 in Britain, and we leave school at 16, and we have to take final exams at 16, I then caught chicken pox. <gasps> I had to sit all of my final school exams at home at the dining room table in my pajamas, scratching away with a teacher sitting there reading a book and making sure I wasn't cheating. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. I've got as far as I have with it chicken is. pox riddled exam results. <laughs> so I share that with you. So you're suggesting dyslexia and chicken pox are yeah. very odd. They go hand in hand. Combination, Miss yes. Morris. Wow. I was told I was illiterate at school, and I said that couldn't be true. Both my parents are married. Michelle, what did he suffer with at school? Did he have a stutter? He did have a stutter. You are on fire. How many points can I give this woman? You're racing into a TIE fighter whizzing along lead, of course. Can you imagine Darth Vader? Who cares? With a stutter. Can you imagine that? No. Release the escape. Pods. See what I did there? That's not funny. I am your father. It's not funny. No, I'm not laughing. It's terrible affliction. Unbelievable. When people stutter, though, I don't have to shout out remix. That always makes me smile. Oh, God. He was the first celebrity to appear on what long-running TV series? He was the first celebrity... Hollywood Squares. ...to appear... (gasps) On what long-running TV series? Well, Celebrity Squares has lots of celebrities on it, so he wouldn't be the first, would he? <laughs> There'd be like a group of them. How many are on there? Nine? I'm thinking it's yeah, three it's by three. Yeah, it's a tic-tac-toe board. I don't... Duh! I have not seen this show. I'm British. We don't have this stuff. If you're making cultural references to stuff that happened in the 70s, I'm left wanting. Okay. I have not seen these things. I'm Good making educating God. guesses. Oh. Fact remains... He couldn't have been the first one. There would have been a group of them, wouldn't there, at that point? He could have been a first in the group. Are you sticking with that? Yeah, duh. Uh-uh. You, you think I'm talking you out of it? Is that what you're suggesting? It's Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares now, is it? Yeah, Hollywood Squares. I've no idea what you're talking about. Of course you Poland. don't. Nope. You can shout out anything you want. I don't I've care. Never seen such it's ones. Hollywood Squares. I think we may have had a similar thing in Britain called Celebrity Squares. Celebrity Circle. I'll have the same thing. <laughs> celebrity Circle. Go and sit in the corner. Wow. I've seen a few Celebrity Circles. Don't worry about that. Mm. Unbelievable. What was he on, Michelle? What long-running TV series? You're doing very well tonight. You're on fire. Mash. Mash. <laughs> I guess that's possible. That's not the end of the world. Webster. It was actually... <laughs> it was Sesame Street. Aww. I already gave you a Bert and Ernie clue earlier. I love that. He was the first celebrity on Sesame Street. <laughs> Has anyone actually worked out yet that Oscar is just a giant piece of weed? Has anyone actually worked that out? Has anyone put that together? No. Okay, what just me then. What have you been doing before the show? What was I doing before What's this wrong show? With you? I had a bag of jubes and I was left <laughs> unattended. <laughs> oh god. My eyesight's perfect. I've got adult supervision. This is what no, I've got. Oh god. How did the sound engineer, whose name if you're interested is called a Ben Burt, as in like Bert and Ernie, right? It's a rubber ducky, Bert. 
how did the sound engineer, Ben Burt, get the effect of Darth Vader breathing? What did he do? How did he get that done back in 76? What did he use? He's in his mm. studio. He's been told by George Lucas, we need the sound of Darth Vader breathing. How did he come up with that sound? What do you think he did to make that happen? A teapot. He used a teapot. So you're entering the dark side. So that would be like an El Grey, an Assam. What are we looking at? Darjeeling? Any black tea? Yeah. You're saying he used a tea. How would you use a teapot to sound like Or it's more like a pressure cooker. Oh, well, we've jumped there, haven't we? Yeah. Like a percolator for coffee. No, that would be gurgling. Okay. If we need gurgling. Darth Vader did not gurgle. No, not to my no. knowledge, he didn't. Or gargle that I know he of. He never used any dental hygiene projects. Projects. Projects, Projects, huh? to the best of my knowledge. Terrible projects. Have you seen the Death Star? Yes, I have. That wasn't a good project. <laughs> we built the entire thing, but if you fire a little laser gun down that tube, the whole thing goes up. Yeah. No one will ever know. I can't be bothered with it. No. Someone should put a railing there. It's dangerous. Someone could fall over. No health and safety on the Death Star, is there? <laughs> Number of days no. since last accident. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you think we're the bad guys? No, no, we just no. Don't, no, I don't. I like the way all stormtroopers are wearing body armor, but the first laser blast and they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's remarkable. Hey, stop. Wow. <laughs> first film I ever saw at the cinema. What a great way to start. Yeah. 1977, the Romford ABC. Do you remember the days oh. when there was a line? A queue? Oh, yes. That doesn't happen anymore, does it? In these giant warehouses we have on the edge of town. There was a line of people, and you'd get into line. It's two blocks long, and you're thinking, I wonder if I'll get in. Can you imagine some poor person somewhere is going to be told there's no more room at the inn? Unbelievable. Yeah, lining up there. Well, that was a good year. I remember watching Superman. There were some fabulous shows back in the day. Great way to start your cinematic career, isn't it, as a voyeur? Do you not think? Yeah. When was Porky's? <laughs> was, is that when you were Well, you went and saw that when he was a kid, was you? I'm guessing that's probably '82. <laughs> These are the films that made the VHS industry. <laughs> Who took you to Porky's? Yeah, great, right, kids? Come Your on, grandmother. Get in the van. <laughs> yeah, I want whoppers. You're left what you're given. Wow. So you're, you you're what? How old are you? Six. You went to see Animal House. Oh God. No, Porky's. You saw Porky's, did you? Porky's Revenge. <laughs> that was the second one. Yeah. Terrible. This, we're no longer. And little Pee Wee. <laughs> we're not getting any further down the road, and all you've offered up so far is a teapot. Oh, Porkies, yeah. yeah. Michelle, Porkies. how did they make the breathing sound for Darth Vader in the Star Wars films? I'm going to say scuba gear. Oh, my goodness me. You've been cheating. No. I cannot believe you've now scored eight points. It's scuba deer. It was scuba. Scuba deer. Scuba gear. Scuba, yeah. It was a scuba regulator. Oh. Yep. Because everybody has one of those in their office. Well, you go out and get one, don't you? You said, what did he have in his office? No, I didn't. Yes, I said, how did he record did. it? We can go back Rewind and listen. It. Well, I'm sure people will. Don't worry about that. There's enough people listening to this show that someone will go back and give us that piece of vital information. The facts are you've scored zero points and Michelle has run away into a giant lead. She's now Who hanging cares? out 
in a bar in Moss Eisley, of all things, mm-hmm. drinking blue yak milk. So that's good news. I'm for handing everybody. out two things to you right now. Oh, I can wow. see them both. If you had any points, I'd remove them, but you don't. <gasps> oh. So this is where we are. Michelle is currently on eight. Everyone else has a duck egg. I just wanted to let everyone know that we have a mailbag section, but we've not been on air for quite a few weeks now. We've yeah. had a, one or two incidents, haven't we? Yep. Oof, in Minnesota, we've been hit by the flu bug. Mm-hmm. That struck us down, didn't it, for a, yep. a couple of weeks? Yep. Michelle, am I allowed to uh, mention what happened in your house? You posted it on Facebook, didn't you? I just brought a line during um, Oak Island. Yeah, Michelle's house caught fire. So My furnace. We've yeah. had a house fire. Yeah. We've had the flu. It's been ridiculous. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Starting out 2020 in the right way. Super mm-hmm. positive. But we're back now. Yeah. We're currently here. We're healthy. Nothing's on fire. I can't smell burning. We should be good, I think, for the rest of the show. (laughs) But if you wish to write to us, if you wish to send us your comments of support, if you wish to tell us your favorite part of the show, we will read them out. So go on to Facebook, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can join us on there. You can write to us, send us your messages. We will read those out. You can access the show in many, many places. Miss Morris, would you like to go through the list of all the places where you can find the show after we've been out on a Friday night at 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network? Where can you then find us at that point? Any place that plays podcasts. That is true. You have summed up everything very well there. <laughs> Any place Anyone that else plays podcasts. would have said iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, Why? Spotify. Use Everything. your favorite podcatcher app and you Oh, there's will a word now. Us. There's a compound noun, is there? We now there's get always podcatcher. been a word. Podcatcher. What's in the wrong with you? Podcatcher. <laughs> there's a podcatcher. Get out of your rocking chair. Well, I know I still have problems turning the TV over. I don't like to pause the TV when I get up to go and use the restroom because I don't want everyone else in the country to have their program paused while they're waiting for me. This is oh where I am. Oh, my God. I keep all the plugs in the sockets in the house because I don't want the electricity to flow out of the to little escape. holes. And escape. And we're paying for that. You trapped it. That's right. I'm trapping it in. Oh I'm not paying for any seepage or any electricity that gets away and I'm not using. Keep going, Trapper John. This is where we are. Trapper John. Sounds like a type of underwear you'd wear. Trapperly. I'm wearing my Trapper John underwear tonight, Ooh, so that's why I'm sexy. walking in a very strange... Mm. I'm walking with a lisp, is what I'm doing right now. Oh, wow. True enough. But you can find us on all those platforms. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. Would you like to share with our gloriously beautiful listeners the tale of the Patreon site? Would you like to share that with everybody? If you go on to Patreon, you are actually helping to support the show in all its various places that it is yes and you actually help us keep the archive up so that's amazing and update the studio but if you go to patreon what you're going to get is you are going to get episodes early and you're going to get episodes that include the naughty bits Yes, a round called Not For Your Mother. We stay in the studio at the top of the hour. We read out the stories from around the world that we can't read out during the course of the show because we'd be removed from air. And they're naughty. They are very naughty. So if you go to Patreon, spend a dollar, you can access our archives for the last seven years, every single show. There's a video of us. Let's wave to the camera in the studio at the moment. We video ourselves, looking very beautiful, in the studio... (laughs) 
and you can watch us messing around, throwing things at each other. You can see how mean Miss Morris is to me. <laughs> like when, this? That's right, when you can't oh see what she's doing on the radio. 50% of this show is missed by our radio listeners. I just thought I'd share that with you. Yeah. You can see what terrible working conditions I suffer under through having to sit in a room suffer. full of American women. It's terrible. Shocking yeah. to do it is. So that's available as well. Go to Patreon, spend your dollar. You can access all of the shows, all of the archives. There's plays on there. There's shows that have never been aired. That's there true. is video footage of us in the studio. And every single dollar goes towards paying for the platform. So we are a non-profit organization. Yeah, we are. But we enjoy being here, don't we? We do. I love it. Makes us very happy. There are many things you can do on YouTube as well, by the way. Some people who haven't paid their dollar can still watch us because we do have some episodes. Our 250th episode, if you search MQTA yes. 250th, you will find the entire video of that show on there. And I've been told it's very, very funny. Yes. Have you now? I have. Many people have said that to me. I have a Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips if you wish to join me on there. I have 100,000 followers on there. And again, Facebook, all of tonight's stories, this is not just... A listening party taking place at the moment on there and everyone chatting. You can actually access all of tonight's stories and a lot, lot more. All the cartoons, all of the jokes, all of the banter throughout the course of the week is also on our Facebook site. Would you like to mention what we do every Tuesday? Unless it pains we, me. Unless it, we fall asleep. Unless there's been a couple of times where I've been working, doing interviews or doing some acting or whatever I'm up to at that moment that I've missed one or two, but primarily we're pretty much there on the money. Yeah. Yep. The we curse needed... yeah. of Oak Island. Yeah. Would you like to tell everyone what we actually do? Because it's mad. Drink. Where there is a lot of drinking involved. <laughs> Everything you do involves drink. Your it's world great. is one long libation. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> I don't know what your world like. Looks I'm a like, but... fan. <laughs> Good news, Miss Morris. We found traces of blood in your alcohol supply. <laughs> so on Tuesday nights, what we do is we all gather under a certain Facebook post. Usually put up early in the day. I put up a thread day. saying, yeah. hello, Quinians, this is your thread oh, for God, tonight. Oh, God, I hate that word. Stop it. I'm going to keep using it. They're Quinians. No, it gives me a rash. What would you it like them to itch. be called? Oh. Them cuties. They're, no, uh, bunk busters. Bunk busters. Yeah. Them cuties. Other oh, than the God. fact that we don't have the word bunk <laughs> in our name. It doesn't matter. They're I'm going to put a poll on Facebook and people can vote on it. And they can dance the around public, it. This is a democracy. This isn't an autonomous dictatorship. I'm going to put a poll yeah. on Facebook and people can once and for all decide what we're going to call our followers and fans. No, because the post will mysteriously disappear once they all vote for me. Well, that's just the rub, isn't it? You know, <laughs> anyway, what we do on Tuesday night is we all meet under a post and we have lovely, glorious gift wars. 8 p.m. Central Time. We all watch The Curse of Oak Island together. Get yep. bored out of our It's mind. the worst show in the world. Let's put that straight out there. <sighs> Unless you're a fan of coconut fiber and rusty nails, you're pretty much, you know, and mud. Mustache wax. <laughs> it's grim. You know they've not discovered anything because it had been in the news months ago. Oh, I know. They filmed it's... that in the summer, right? You're not digging anything up in Nova Scotia, are you, in January? Do you hear what no. I'm saying? No. It's terrible. It is bad, but that's the whole point, isn't it's it? It's just a big tease. It reminds me, is it Tales from the Crypt? What was that show where you saw people at the front commenting and throwing stuff? No, and... that's Mystery Rocky Horror Science. Picture Show. Okay, again. Or the Mystery Science yeah. Theater. Mystery Science. Again, American culture. I'm trying to play catch up. 
But it has that sense that people are commenting, people are making fun of it. You and know? that's why it's become popular, believe it or not. It's it's one of those things where it's so bad, it's kind of like a car crash. Yes. This we is have... like why people buy Britney Spears albums. Yes. We I have a ball. don't. I love it. Ugh. I laugh and laugh. Do you have one? Do I look like a man who owns a Britney? I've got some Prokofiev. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, you yeah, look yeah. like a man that owns Natalie Imbruglia. Wow. That's torn me, that is. I can't believe what you oh, just done there. cold and naked on the floor. I know that you, I know. Yeah. I like her. She's got her knockers, but, but oh, I like the woman. I, hey, I know that people... That is know. the worst drivel I've ever heard. I can sing in three notes, too. It's amazing. You're terrible to me, you are. dang. That's the woman I love. How dare you? I won't hear anything bad said about... How many cars has it killed of yours? I'm not. Well, I do have a cursed CD. Every time, <laughs> every time I put Natalie and Brugler in the CD player, the car breaks down. That is true. I'm going through them like toilet paper right now. <sighs> you leave Nats alone. That's the woman I love. Yeah. If Natalie walked through that door right now, I'd be off. There'd be just dead air at this point. Isn't she Australian? <laughs> Me and Nats, yeah. Well, we're not going to hold that against her. Oh, oh God. I... Yes, I'm sure she probably defecates in a bucket, but we're not going to, you know. Wow. She's probably putting out fires. Yes, this is what she needs to. Yeah. This is what's happening wow. right now. You leave Natalie alone. How dare Terrible. you? Terrible. God. I've got books. If you wish to buy my books, I've been told they're very good. I've read them all at least twice. They're excellent. I've written Mysterious Midwest, Mysterious Minnesota, How to Be a Christian Psychic, and Ghosts and UFOs, Connecting Paranormal Phenomena Through Quantum Physics, and many, many more. If you go to Amazon, if you go to Barnes & Noble, my books are there. And if you've ever bought any of my books... Why not write a nice little review for me on Amazon? I'd appreciate that. My publisher would appreciate that. The more people that like the book, the more chance I've got of getting more books published, right? This is how this is working. Supply and demand. People want it. It shall be written. Of course, if you don't like my books, don't write anything at all. We now enter the round that we call Ghosts and Hauntings. And remember, we do not do orbs. Michelle's on eight. That's Yay! the show, yeah, Michelle's on eight. <laughs> I shall get myself some points right now. Love Island star Ollie Williams has left the haunted compounds of his lavish Cornwall mansion to find love in the famous villa. The 25-year-old whose family run the Lanhydrock estate in Cornwall revealed the mansion is haunted by a grey lady. The lady in grey. Lady. The lady There's never a gray. purple lady or a green Orange. One. It's all very tea-related, this, isn't it? Lady in grey. Do you think yeah. there's an Earl in grey? I mean, there's a husband yeah. at that point. Have you ever considered the fact that she's wearing grey because her energy is dissipating and she can't get the colours up anymore? Yeah. She's straining with energy, and all she can do is present herself as being grey. Like a, a shadow person. Oh, if you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can now have your first shot of the evening wherever you are. If her energy's dissipated, I mean, she might be a shadow figure. She hasn't got enough energy to present herself fully. So she may be grey. Then why bother? For that very reason. She's doing the best that she can. Typical circumstance. What's wrong with you? Have you had a rough day at work? What the hell? It's been nothing but feistiness and prickliness. It's been frictious, hasn't it? Yeah. You might want to go to the gym for an hour. Punch a punch bag. Who's Jim? Exactly. <laughs> According to Ollie, the spook often walks in the Victorian country house on their land, which is now run by the National Trust 
and has even targeted his family members. There is a ghost that goes around the main house. It's called the Lady in Grey. I have never seen her, but my grandmother reckons she's witnessed her. The islander is set to inherit $25 million in fortune as the heir of the estate. He said on the Love Island videotape, My father is Lord of the Manor of Lanhydrock. The family title is Viscount Clifton. When my father passes away or abdicates as the eldest child, I will take on the titles and the estate. I am the heir of Lanhydrock. It's amazing that these multimillionaires managed to get themselves onto TV shows. It's oh, incredible. Shocking. What, a, what a stroke the of luck. The odds are against them. That is. Lady in grey or Heather doesn't believe a word they say. <laughs> Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers. You will see the story for yourself in glorious monochrome. Mm-hmm. I shall give myself two points for being mm-hmm. informative and a little bit spooky. <laughs> Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? A 38-year-old man in Spain recently rammed his way into a church in Toledo after believing that he was possessed. Most people trying to ram themselves out of church. It's a drive-through exorcism. Ooh, nice. Buy one, get one free. You want one exorcism for 19.99, but wait, we can give you two exorcisms for 19.99 if you call now. Oh, senor. Wow. (laughs) And we'll also include this little (laughs) bottle of holy water. Great. And their cerveza. Oh, cerveza. I don't like Spanish food. Oh, the bizarre incident, which occurred earlier this month at the San Juan Evangelista Church in uh, Sonseca, reportedly started when the man began knocking on the building's outer doors. So he was trying to get in. <laughs> Keep on knocking, but you can't, can't come, come in. in. You're possessed oh. by a demon. Lovely. Wow. I've never heard a tune come out of Michelle in the entire time I've known. Well, now you have. You've been drinking, haven't you? A little bit. Unbelievable. After gaining access, he was prevented from entering further by a second set of internal doors. So he was double stopped. (laughs) You're only accessing the antechamber. That sucks. I want to go further than the antechamber. I want to penetrate the central passage. He only got to the mudroom. Wow. <laughs> Nobody gets in no how. Wow. So what you're telling me is he never fully penetrated the mud room to get into the central passageway. <laughs> is that where we're going with it? Pretty much it. Okay, I was just checking we never got to facts. see the light either. No. Yeah. Seemingly hell bent on getting into the church, he went back outside, got into his Jeep <gasps> compass because you need to know what kind of car he drove, and then drove at full speed at the doors. Whatever that might be. What is it, 45? There's as things fast that as you can open pedal? and they let you in and out. Oh, I see yeah, what's happened there. Well, where were you? What's he was wrong saving with you? up to get one for the other foot. Uh, in an attempt to brute force his way through the doors, wow. a woman who had been there at the time went to help, believing that the man had been in an accident. It was an accident. <gasps> yeah. I just trying to get into the church. Scary. So Give my offering. Accident. Wow. It was an accident. I give you my car. <laughs> Will you no, take you're right. this for Jesus? It's in a fabulous shade of beige, Doesn't, if that helps. Jesus needs a compass. Needs a Jeep. Yeah, you gotta see which way he's going. Anyway. I think Jesus would know which way he's going. How do you know? Because he's omniscient. Yes. What would Jesus do? Jesus would get out a compass. Jesus would turn the knob. <laughs> and maybe push instead of pull. 
many Maybe. people have made that mistake, haven't they? And that's how your brother was born. I have to tell you. Wow. I think there's going to be a snort. I'm just hanging on. I'm not going to start my sentence until Michelle's... I'm okay. You're okay. I'm okay. Oh, I... I can... Oh, I was so excited. I know. I'm about to lose control. And I just can't hide Praise it. Jesus. Ooh. Jesus. Jesus. I've spent the last three yeah. to four months directing a film. Yes. I've not spoken about this before. This is one of the reasons I've been running around the country and clocking up a lot of miles. But I've been making a film based on paranormal investigating. Never been done before. Completely 100% unique. Independent documentary film. Proper film crew. It looks incredible. Yes. The only thing I would add to that is all the way... As directing a paranormal show or a paranormal film all the way through the directing of this all of the shots all of the sets all of the places we've gone all i could think of in my mind is that wwjc bracelet you have do you remember those ones what would jesus do right exactly and i kept thinking of that because i was thinking what would john carpenter do <laughs> that's all i could think of <laughs> I had a bracelet on with WWJC on it, and it was what would John Carpenter do? So if I was sat there thinking, I wonder what to do next as a director, how should this look? Where where should the lighting be? How should this happen? And I'm thinking, what would John Carpenter do? I'm going to start getting that out there. I think we should have bracelets for filmmakers that are making horror paranormal shows. What would John Carpenter do? That's where I am. Okay. Is there any more to that story? Have you finished yeah, I was just you... waiting for you to stop jawing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to give Miss Morris two points as we try and put her out with a fire blanket for being blasphemous. Oh, Good well, times. after this woman went through the front doors, a lady approached and he rolled down the window and shouted abuse at her, prompting <gasps> her to leave. I'd like a number one. I need a number two. Fries. Maybe one of those thin biscuits and, and some and wine. Then, and pa- then? Paella. And then? Give me one of those and then, fajitas. And then? And then? No more and then. And then? And then? And no more and then. And then? <laughs> when the vehicle finally Oh, so you are came, still going. Okay. Crashing through the doors, it drove at a speed up the center aisle <gasps> of the church. Oh, Told my you. Word. I know my church. Between Archaeology. Archaeology. I can see that. Uh, Between the aisles before coming to a dead stop just in front of the altar. See? Drive through praying. Wow. Incredibly, nobody was seriously injured, and the police arrived soon afterwards. The man who runs a nearby shop, come and go, told officers to leave him alone because he was possessed. Leave me alone, I'm possessed. I got the devil in me. It's almost like you're in the room. Yes, I am the devil. She's just the devil woman. No, I like that song. Leave it alone. He has since been sent for a mental and toxicological evaluation Mm -hmm. at a local hospital that he didn't have to drive to. So he went through the drive-thru exorcism. (laughs) That's right. Didn't get one. I'll take one of those and two of those. I'll take the three Hail Marys and I'll take the extra large blood of Christ. And Ah. give me that hymnal. (laughs) (laughs) It's a happy meal. (laughs) It's one of the toys. Yeah, the toy. (laughs) Lovely. Great. And the color books. They have color books, don't they? They do have a lot of coloring books. Yes, Yes, I understand the present 
government has colour in books as well. Oh, I know. Controversial. A <gasps> satire there, ladies and gentlemen. The widow of Most Haunted star, Derek Okora, has claimed she is talking to him from beyond the grave. Unfortunately, Derek Okora passed, didn't he, a couple of weeks he ago? He did. He is no longer with us. The telemedium 69 died on January the 4th after developing sepsis and falling into a coma. I read on the BBC website. I always read the BBC news. Find out what's going on in the world. Unbiased. Fabulous website. I read an article today, literally a couple of hours ago, that said one in five people die of sepsis. That's incredible, isn't it? That's got to be one of the biggest killers. Did you say killers. he was a psychic? Oh, if there's a joke at the end of oh, this, God. they're still mourning. His body's still warm. Come in. Well, I'm sure no one else thought of that. He wasn't allegedly to be a very good one, though. Oh, so see, will... I didn't attack his. I said allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> that's, that's well, people do. Let me finish my story. At the end, all will be revealed to you. This is where will we it are. Now, go on. Gwen, his wife of 24 years, said she was still in shock and a state of disbelief. They discussed plans to celebrate Derek's 70th birthday just days before his death. Oh. Gwen, 71, told the Sunday people, Derek believed life goes on in other dimensions. There's an element of comfort in that, because it's not a big blank wall, and he's gone. I keep thinking I must pick up the phone and tell Derek. I actually do tell him I talk to him. People may think I'm mad. I've nagged him all my life, so why wouldn't I now continue? Even in death, he doesn't get a respite from this woman. Jeez. He's still not listening. The couple. My dad used to do that. He'd be sat reading the newspaper in his favourite chair in the lounge, and my mother would be yaddy, 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 put the trash out, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. My dad would just be reading the paper. Yes. And then my mum would say, you're not listening to a word I've said, have you? And my dad would put his phone down, put his paper down, take his glasses off and say, you asked me to put out the trash. It's a unique ability. It's like osmosis. He's getting my mother's nagging through osmosis is what's taking place right there. The couple had both caught flu after the festive period. Gwen told how Derek deteriorated and was rushed to hospital on New Year's Day. She said they put him on oxygen, sedated him. His heart rate was high. He was put into an induced coma on Thursday. His kidneys failed. His liver and heart were doing badly. He had double pneumonia. Pneumonia. If it was single pneumonia, I'd have got it right because it was double pneumonia after going. Sepsis set in. He started to stabilize on Friday. He sadly passed away. Early on Saturday, she added, he was such a strong man. I told him he was going to pull through. She claimed to be a psychic earlier. But it wasn't to be. The former Liverpool FC youth footballer Derek was born in Bootle on Merseyside. He shot to fame on the cult show Most Haunted and later went on to present Derek Okura's Ghost Towns. He became Britain's most famous psychic, but his career was dogged with accusations that he was a charlatan. In 2012, he apologised to the family of Madeleine McCann after claiming to have received a message from her. In 2009, he was slammed for a live TV show he took part in that claimed to have been contacting the dead pop star Michael Jackson like a week after Michael Jackson died, <sighs> I might add. But if you wish to see that story in full, you can go to our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers. With Adrian Lee, it was very informative. I shall now give myself four points this evening still a long way behind michelle but plenty to play for what have you got for me tonight michelle in the round of ghosts and hauntings 
Britain's most haunted house has finally been sold for £240,000, wow. 12 years after the owner first put it on the market. That's about $360,000, something ah. like that. Vanessa Mitchell has owned the two-bed cottage, The Cage, since 2004 and, re and frequently reported seeing ghosts. The owner claimed she had to flee the house after she was physically attacked by spirits at the property, which used to hold prisoners accused of witchcraft in the 16th century. I have to flee the house when my cats get fleas. Yes. So I'd share that yes. with you. Yeah, fumigate the place. <laughs> she says she was pushed over while pregnant and witnessed mysterious blood spatterings and a satanic goat. A satanic goat? Yep. Okay. Electric toys have also turned themselves on, and doors mysteriously slam, whilst walls inexplicably were covered in blood. Electronic toys? Yeah. Okay. Now the cage in Osyth, Essex, has finally sold, subject to contract, after almost a dozen years on the market. That's where my parents live. I was born and brought up in the county of Essex. That's where uh -huh. I'm from. Estate agent Florent Lambert, director of Home Domus, said Vanessa did try to sell the cage numerous times since 2008, and with a number of different estate agents. Most agents advised her to sell at auction at ridiculous prices or were not at all interested, as they predicted it could not be sold. I took it as a challenge and a mission to find out the best way to sell it. Ms. Mitchell previously said, I honestly believe that house is cursed. I've lived here for years, but seeing a tall, dark figure standing between me and my son's cot was the final straw. She estimated at least a dozen ghosts occupy the house, from young children through to both male and female adults. A dozen ghosts. Yeah. That's a lot of ghost hunting. That's an entire ghost soccer team and a substitute. It is. It's kind of a whole lot of a bunk. <gasps> oh! If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you get your second shot of the evening. I'll give you more points, Michelle. You're currently up to a hedonistic double integer of 10. Oh, there we go. Boris Johnson's Den, number 10. An exorcist has condemned a children's book that encourages youngsters to summon up demons to help with chores like homework. Oh. Poor Man's Fantasia. A children's book of demons. <laughs> Published in, didn't see that at Disney, did you? No. A children's book of demons published in the US and aimed at five to ten-year-olds contains symbols to call up colourful characters that are also aimed at helping them get rid of bullies. To be fair, a demonic entity would help you possibly get rid of bullies yeah. and eating their dinner by transforming oh. it into a plate of cookies. Yeah. However, in a bizarre twist, because a demonic satanic colouring book for kids isn't already strange and bizarre, the president of the International Association of Exorcists, Father Francesco Bamonte, has blasted the literary work as putting children at risk of bringing demons into their home and proposing satanism as normal alternative to other religions. The Roman Catholic priest said in a statement last week, you don't mess around with demons, you'll end up driving a beige jeep through the doors of a church and then asking for a ready meal. Right. Whoever invites a child to summon a demon... It's like a person who puts a grenade in their hands to play with. Sooner or later, the child will pull the pin and the bomb will explode in their hands. He also criticised the symbols as being very similar to those used for grimoires. And in manuals of magic spells that teach with meticulous detail the procedures necessary to contact evil spirits. 
evil. No. The book has also been slammed online as pure evil and satanic garbage. One reader has written, this is pure satanic. What kind of children's book teaches kids to summon demons and write seagulls? The work is by author Aaron Layton. It was published by Koyama Press. A description of it says, grab your colouring pencils and seagull drawing skills and dial up some demons. One reader has written online that the book is creative, funny and rather cute. A children's book to sell or you're opening the gates of hell. <laughs> you decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee and you will see the glorious colouring book for yourself. You may even be able to print out a couple of pages and enjoy that over the weekend. Miss Morris. Yeah. Which round would you like to... I've got insert? a UFOs and cryptos. <gasps> She's going for green men and hairy beasties. I guess so. What have you got, Morris? A traffic camera in Oregon has captured an <gasps> image that seems to back up a man's story of encountering a Bigfoot. Oh, here we go. That's she right. loves a Bigfoot story. Yeah. Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. According to a Facebook page set up to monitor police and fire scanner reports in Morrow <laughs> County, authorities recently received a frantic call from a motorist who had seen something a bit unusual. Mm. He described how he had encountered a creature at the side of the road near the Hood River exit. Very oh. ominous, that is. This gargantuan biped, he claimed... A gigantuan biped. Gargantuan. Not, Ga not... Gigantuan. Gar. 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 Like car. Gar. Gar. <laughs> That's a caw. That's a crow. Caw. It's always funny, isn't it, when an American gargantuan. corrects my English. That always makes me smile. Gargantuan. drink. Yeah, large. That's right. Well, anyway, he claimed that it was dwarfing the guardrail... <laughs> Over there by the tree. I think she was correcting my English not more than 30 seconds and ago. And it was definitely too big to be a bear. One of those growling gargantuan bears. That's a grizzly. He's too big. <laughs> big bear. <laughs> Keen to solve the mystery. Wow. The dispatcher reportedly checked traffic cameras in the area and was able to pull up images of the very same stretch of road <gasps> at the time of the sighting. We're going to see a picture of the Bigfoot. I can't a, believe it. It's some redneck, isn't it? With he a went bib, to town? With bib overalls on. Incredibly, the images showed a large figure walking along the side of a road. Kind of lurching like this. Lumbering, one would yeah. almost suggest. He had a gait. Well, it's impossible to make out any significant details conveniently. Huh. The mysterious figure certainly does look big. Could this be evidence that there really was a Bigfoot wandering along the side of the highway? Yes. I'm not sure, but <gasps> hold on. Hold on. There's more. Yes, there's more. Can you I can, wait? I, I, I can't. Tears rolling down my legs. I'm on the edge of my seat. Breaking news. There's an update. A daylight image from the same traffic camera on the same stretch of road it's shows driving a car now, <gasps> is it? that the Bigfoot is still there looking at him. Turns out that it actually is nothing more than a tree <laughs> or a, a bush. Tree. Damn it! How, well, how's it lumbering the along side. then? How's it got a gate? Yeah. It's a tree. What? This also explains what the motorist must have seen while driving past. 
I'm sorry I drove into the tree. It just walked out in front of me. Those dang bushes. How's that hairy? How's it? It was a hairy bush. Hairy bush. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, I say. Yowly. Wow. Camouflage. We can't just stop right there, madam. We can't do that. We'll be off air. A little chewy. A little chewy. (gasps) I can see your chewing gum. That's terrible. Oh, it's winking at you. Look at that. It's like an horse's eye. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. You're done, are you? That's your contribution for the evening, is it? Did you not love it? I loved it. I loved it. I've got two minutes to squeeze one more in. This is great. Retiring high school teacher 60 admits to defecating in a Wisconsin public park several times a day for two years. Been a while, hasn't it, since he's uh, yeah appeared, put an appearance in and poked his head out to say hello. Yeah. Jeffrey S. Churchwell admitted to defecating outside of and on a building at Natureland Park in the town of Whitewater, sometimes several times a day oh. since 2017. Two number twos a day is that normal? It's a lot. It is a lot. I thought I was just doing one a day, nice soft and spongy when I get up in the morning, oh, done for the rest stop. of the day. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Jealousy, you see? This is jealousy. You need more fiber in cares? Why is it called roughage? Surely smoothage would be a better I'm description. I'm going to show you some it? roughage. Oh, God. The 60-year-old who is retiring from the Milton High School later this month told authorities he did it for convenience and to be disrespectful. Hurrah! Churchill has to pay $365 in fines plus nearly $6,000 in restitution to the Public Works Department, which cleaned up after him. How big were his stalls that they've spent six grand on cleanup? Haven't you ever seen a local parade? Wow. After the horses go through? I would have. He's not a horse, though. He's a principal at a teacher. At he's a, a principal at a teacher. That's right. You've got it. You've nailed it. <laughs> he's disgusting. I'd have done it for three grand. All you need is a bucket and a spade. Authorities caught him October last year, spotted his vehicle, followed him into the woods, where he suddenly grew a bush. Came clean. <gasps> wow. Clean. There were cams. There were. They set up um, one of those cams, the hunting cameras. What are they called? A game. Trap cams. Trail cam. A trail, trap yes, cam. Huh? He's, he's dropped <laughs> a trap his, cam. He's dropped his drawers. He's prairie dogging. Turtler he, cam. Like Winston Churchill, looking pensive, smoking a cigar. Bang to rights. I'll be singing like canary down at the station. Six grand, please. There we go. Thank Great. you. Why couldn't he poop in a perfectly good toilet in the school? Because there's nothing better than doing your business in the open air in the woods. Just ask a bear or a Sasquatch. He doesn't seem stable or he was just laying some cable. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And you will see that for yourself. In very quick time, we now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother, which means you've come and found us somewhere on one of our platforms. So thank you for being tech savvy. Thank you for coming to check us out. We appreciate your enthusiasm. We're also recording this at the moment on a camera, so we're going to wave to the video camera. We're in the studio. If you pay your dollar, go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio, and you can actually see us do the Not For Your mother section as well you can see our glorious happy shiny people faces <laughs> this round shiny people we cannot read this out on <laughs> no. air we would be removed we would get a hefty fine but in our platforms we can do whatever we want apparently this country has laws which pretty much say you can do and say whatever you want on social media now and no one cares this is my favorite yes this isn't nam there's rules <laughs> Apparently, this is Nam. There yeah. are no rules. No. I was favorite. born in Nam. Dagenham. 
Mm. In East London. <sighs> Huge Ford's factory back there. You have been warned, if your mother's of a nervous disposition, if there's small miners in the room, Four you're dwarves. probably Snow White. <gasps> wow! We got there at the same time. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? <laughs> Someone's like, I'm psychic. Equality Street. Nice. <laughs> <sighs> Rules aren't babies. You can't just pick them up. And they're actually heavier than you think. Equality Street. The world's first transgender doll has gone on sale in a Russian toy shop. When you're thinking of progressive societies that would embrace the idea of a transgender doll, the first place you think of is Russia, isn't it? Because they're very tolerant. Golly, really? I could make one of those. Yeah. I have a glue gun. You've got a glue gun, have you, and a piece of macaroni? Yep. Pics of the doll, which features a penis and a dress. What a night that was. La 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 la. Lady boy. Have gone viral after being spotted in Planet of Toys. It's a shop in the city of Nova Sibirsk. Dude looks like a lady. (laughs) Mr. Dudley. Siberia, of all places in the world. Siberia. Yeah, the transgender Russian for the bus. Russian for the bus. Russian for the bus. (laughs) I would be Russian for the bus if I was in Siberia. What would you call that doll? Nora Grisolov. (laughs) The images, I love this show. I love this show. What's wrong with you? The images posted online show a doll with long blonde hair and female facial features. And underneath a red and yellow polka dot dress. (laughs) There's meat and potatoes. There's a jack in the box. There's twig and berries. Surprise. There's an d- angel's banjo. There's an angel's banjo. <laughs> banjo. The good old angel's banjo. Plink. If there's any kids listening right now, go up to your parents later and ask them what an angel's banjo is. Yeah. Daddy. Because we made it up. No such thing exists. It does now. Yep. The doll is the first of its kind spotted in Russia and thought to be among the first child transgender dolls in the world. Of course, with Russian dolls, there's another one inside. And another one one inside that. The images attracted opinion on social media, because social media very rarely attracts opinion. Yeah. With one writing, is it okay to produce toys like that for children? (laughs) Another said, all they have to do is buy a medical toolkit and the kid will learn how to do an amputation. Wow. It's a little bit odd, Maybe she wants it. But hold on. I think (sighs) I should get a cut of this because I used to switch out my sisters, Barbie and Ken heads. That's a little bit. Isn't that the same thing? A little bit, yeah. Wow. You should see Barbie's body with the butch head Ken. Like something from the island of Dr. Moreau, I'm sure. Yeah. Frankenstein's monster. Dr. Morris. Dr. Morris was swapping yeah. body parts around on dolls. You can't get more macabre than that, can you? A little, but it's a good start. Thank you. One of them even had a claw for a hand. It's the claw. <laughs> Waking claw. No, you can't say that. We did. We did. Terrible. Touch me with your claw again. <laughs> okay, Davinia. Oh, Robbie. Davinia. Some of them had a stump. Well, well, you sure learned fast how to use the stump, didn't you? That didn't take long. Look, I've got phantom limb syndrome. Look at this. Unbelievable. What's wrong with you, boy? What are you giving me the evil eye for? I'm giving you evils. Rub the stump and make a wish. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, no, no one's buying him slippers for Christmas. Mm, only one. One user has written... 
you wouldn't need to buy that. You just steal it from outside the front of the shop, wouldn't you? No, you'd go to the lost and found box. Yeah, where they only have one shoe. Yeah, you put an ad in the paper that says "left-legged man looking left for a right-legged man, man. <laughs> to share a pair of shoes, size oh, nine. Yeah, that actually happened. There's a famous photographer called Joel Peter Wickin. And don't look his work up unless you've got a strong stomach. Because he does still lives with like severed heads and feet and arms. Oh, I can do that. But he actually applied to an advert that literally said that in a New York paper that said left-legged man looking for a right-legged man to share a pair of shoes size nine. Oh. That's what got him started. That's actually a good idea. charity work there. There. He's doing, he's making everyone happy. Yeah. Joel Peter Whitkin. There you go. If you want to see a severed head on a plate. In a photograph. Wait five minutes. He's yeah. your man. <laughs> right. So not like violence. I haven't. Wow. <laughs> Believable the things you hear on this show. Unbelievable. Someone has written, have you considered that it could simply be a manufacturing defect? There's many a time that people have looked at Nathan and said, I think that looks like a manufacturing <laughs> defect. <laughs> oh, oh don't Nathan. owe me. He should be here to defend himself, but he's got caught up in the snow. Yeah. yeah. He's currently sat in his car, probably suffering from hypothermia, he sucking on a mint that he's found down don't. the side of the car seat to try and gain sustenance to take him through yeah. the long winter evening on his own there. That's huh. terrible. You certainly wouldn't want someone to look at your bits and pieces and say that's a manufacturing defect. Would no. Someone else has written, I believe this is a liberal attempt to change society. Really? Wow. That's absolutely terrible, isn't it? What would be terrible for a liberal to do? I mean, because a liberal wants liberty. So, I mean, that's an outrageous thing, isn't it? If you're a liberal, I mean, what you wants liberty. Yeah. So, that's outrageous. Why would you want that? Next, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. It's outrage. next, next, they'll be building some giant statue on the edge of America to welcome everyone into your country. How dare they? Based on the theme of being liberal and liberty. I mean, that's a... Joke. Not gonna lie, always been attracted to guys with eyeliner. Where'd that come from? I'm just saying, if they're gonna change, this is a chick with a dick, not a dude with eyeliner. Chaps with flaps. Yeah, Yeah, I see what's happened. Well, I'm just saying that if it's a guy and he wants to be a girl with makeup and stuff, I have no complaint. I come from Britain. We're European. We're liberal. I went to art college. I've seen pretty much everything. And I've sang and played in a rock band. Hey. Not past, you know, I've seen many things. I've seen pictures of you with fingernail polish on. Yeah, and eyeliner. And you yeah. wore it as a teacher. I was a teacher when I was singing and playing in a rock band, and I did used to wear nail varnish and eyeliner. I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I love that art teacher. Who can, who, <laughs> name me one person who's not playing guitar in a rock band who's not wearing eyeliner and nail varnish that's black. I, I don't know anyone who hasn't not done that. I think I asked you this once oh, from go. the... I can't do it now. I'm 50. I'd look terrible. <laughs> Pink's more your color and coral. Hot pink is where we're what? going now. <laughs> you just want just to match my head. You want black? You want black white? socks and sandals. <laughs> yeah, hot? keeping the dream alive. Oh, no, I think I asked you when you were a teacher if yeah, you ever had yeah. one of those Indiana Jones moments <gasps> I'm sure. where they blink their eyes and it says, love <sighs> you. Now in Britain, they just come out and say it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the <laughs> 13-year-old girls would just walk straight up to you in East London and say about it. And you're like, I'm oh, calling your what? mother. Vicky Pollard. 
how about it? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then you've got to explain to her parents that are the same age as you yeah. that their daughter's being inappropriate in their lessons, which is always a fun conversation. But then secretly you smiled to yourself. No, not once. <laughs> Bane of my life, I'm there to teach drawing and painting and very little else. <laughs> What would that mean? Very little little manners. Unbelievable. What about a bit of decorum here in the classroom? No one's leaving to that pencil spell. No one's getting off with anybody else. That's right. (laughs) Not on my watch. No, the bell's for me. It's not for you. (laughs) Sit back down there. Outrageous. Outrageous. I have nothing left. I'm done. Are you? Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? A man had to be rushed to hospital after taking a sexual stimulant used for breeding bulls <laughs> that left him with, Viagra. <laughs> with a three-day eruption. Three yes, and what on is... the third day, he rose again. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> they called oh. him, what's the pill called? Lazarus? Oh, my word. <laughs> Let's take the Lazarus bull pills tonight, oh. Maud, and we'll get down to it. No. It's one of those It's a suppository. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Oh, no, I've given myself a pizzle. <laughs> pizzle. Pizzle and chips. Oh, I remember for a joke one year I got you something for Christmas, didn't I? Because yes. you were getting older. You thought, wow, there seems to be a lot of this on the show tonight. Yes, you thought the man that has everything yes, would obviously... Very hard to buy for. Well, yeah, and, and you thought you'd remedy that situation. I did. By getting me a walking cane. Yeah. Made out of a dried bull's penis. <laughs> everything was going great until it started raining. That's a long... It's a long old star. It was a right? long dong. It's, it's a long... <laughs> Let's put it like this. It helped me herp all around the yard. <laughs> If you wanted it bigger, you just rubbed it. Which end do you hold? Well, there's a bung at the other is end. The, there is a bung. Is the balls the, <laughs> the holder? Ball. Yes, that's where I put me cup. <laughs> I yeah. can take a cup of tea with me. Yeah. So you had to watch out for gopher holes. In case it's one of those that right you can through. sit on. Oh, wow. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Yes, I got a pizzle stick <laughs> for Christmas. I got a bull's penis walking You're cane. You're welcome. What every man wants. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and it had a Very bung nice. on the end just for a bit of purchase. Bung. That's right. <laughs> a bung. <laughs> purchase. Well, the man in Mexico, whose name and age is unknown, but I bet it was Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Del Toro. Oh, I'm feeling lightheaded. (laughs) El burro. El burro pills for men. Go to Fastosis. Burro pills. Is that a Spanish donkey? That's a burro. Tres dios. I can't roll my R's. I've never been able to do that. Oh, give me just a little more time. No, no, no surely I feel so jealous. I wish no. we can't do it. No, I'm sure mm. you'll make someone very happy one day. Yeah, I can put the That's whole a... end of a can in my mouth. 
Can you really? What? I can. Happy days. Someday, maybe on Patreon, it'll be a special. You'll never be lonely. A soda can or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, an oil can. Yeah. Is there a story in here? I'm sorry. I'll go now. Wow. All right. Well, anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Jose is believed to have taken the stimulant as he excitedly planned to have sex with a 30-year-old woman. I bet you we can guess his age. He was probably 65. Yeah. However, he ended up needing surgery to tackle the persistent engorgement at Specialist Hospital 270, which in (laughs) Rhinoza... What the hell is Rhinoza? A city in... On the U.S.-Mexican border that hasn't been penetrated by the wall. Penetrated. I know, right? Lovely. Yeah, that's where he's at. So... What he needs Jose. is a bag of frozen peas, I think, is where we need to be. I have to, to say, I saw the picture and the blur wasn't that big. Really? Whoa. The digitization was, was just very two small. pixels. Yes, right. <laughs> it was a habanero. Oh, was... no. <laughs> it was a... What is it? Is it peachy? Pinchy? Pinchy is little, isn't it? Pinchy? Is little no, I've Porquita. No idea. Porquita. Is little? Last night Porquita. I dreamt of Porquita. Porquita? What you're saying is he didn't have a burrito. It wasn't a an enchilada. Porquita. He had a pinchy Porquita. <laughs> That's a rock band, surely. Pinchy Porquita. Yeah. Santego. Nice. It's almost like we're fluent. Yeah. Doctor is told. <laughs> Doctor is told the newspaper. Can I tell my favourite joke? Yes. Oh God. Si. What do you call a Spanish streaker? Senior Wheeling. <laughs> Senior Wiener. <laughs> love it. My favourite joke. You can't beat it. That's the best joke that's ever been written. I love it. I never grow tired of hearing that joke. Senior Willie. I wish I had that T-shirt. Uh. <laughs> He had taken a stimulant which he had bought in Veracruz, Maine. Stimulation pins. Used by farmers in that region. How strong is that? That that, that Invigorate bulls. Jesus. He's lucky he didn't end up with a golf bag. For insemination. Bulls. Burl. No, No, that's a goat. No, that's a donkey. We covered this. This Donkey! Donkey! Farmyard Animals 101. (laughs) We covered this some time ago. Burro equals donkey. That's right. Donkey? Toro is bull, isn't it? Toro. El Toro. Okay, there we are. El Gato. That's a cat. Wow, we're getting through them, aren't we? Come on, the bar's shut soon. (laughs) Hurry up. The man is claimed to have traveled to Veracruz in East Mexico. 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 <sighs> Give me another drink. Yeah. To buy the stimulant. He underwent surgery, but there have been no updates on his condition. He died. No, no. Muerte. But he rose again. Last October. <laughs> Lazarus Pilavamas. Uh, well, last October, a dad from East London. Yeah, he's me dad. Had an operation to remove part of his penis to stop his constant painful erections that lasted three days. Wow. James Mudley. No, I'm just no. James Mudley. <laughs> Mudley. <laughs> it was just James Mud. I was just giving you crap. Oh, lovely. It wasn't mm, really. Lovely. I can't believe you're cracking jokes about my dad's willy. You did it. I just added the last name. Is your dad's name James? My mother only reported it on the third day. 
God. Said his embarrassing problem began after a motorbike accident just before Christmas of 2015. We might have even covered that story. Go back in the archives. Yeah. He had corrective surgery and screws <gasps> put in his neck. Oh, oh, and his neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. In his sack. He had two plates of pin and a screw put in his neck. In his <laughs> tape. He's great. In the gooch. In the angel's banjo. Yeah. That's where they went. In the perineum. Oh. Four speed bumps. Nice. Yeah. There's many a slip. So was given, he was given antidepressants. Blah, blah, blah. And he said, I can't explain the pain of it. It was like it was going to explode. Well, maybe they should have given him depressants. Oh. Lots of depressants. Yes. Yeah. Michelle, what have you got for me now in the oh. round that we call not for your mother? I think we're a little penis heavy tonight. I oh, hope so. Is that yeah. possible? Can, mm, can you have too be? much? Shoppers got an eyeful at Asda when they spotted a snowman drinks dispenser where the liquid comes out of his willy. Nice. Willy liquid. Willy. Asda's a pretty <clears throat> low-quality supermarket grocery yeah. store. What would be the equivalent of it? Aldi. That's a sort of Walmart. Thing. Walmart. No, well, Walmart's probably the Tesco's, I suspect. Kind of. Is it Walmart and Tesco's linked? Maybe. Tesco tokens. Nice. Yeah. The eight-pound festive item is on sale at stores across the UK, but punters quickly pointed out the sensitive position where the drink is served. I where think... else would it be served? You wouldn't want it out of the back end. What, chocolate milk? Hot chocolate. <laughs> milk, <laughs> milk lemonade. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I've not heard that for 45 years. Sorry. <laughs> I swear this to This is where the punch gets made. <laughs> Isn't there something about milk as well? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I swear I've not heard that since 1976. I wasn't even born then. You brought back a lot of good memories. <laughs> wow. Oh, one tweeted, Asda, I think your snowman might be a little too jolly. Another said, Asda are selling a snowman drink dispenser where the drink comes out of the snowman's willy. I'm not kidding. A shopper told the son, they look good and kids will love them. I just guess you've got to avoid lime juice. Oh, my. Mm. You need to drink more if you've got yeah. lime juice coming out. I wasn't sure whether they were designed by someone with a sense of humor or it was a bit of an oversight. Could be worse. It yeah. could be milk. Right. Right. <laughs> Cottage cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> Coming out in love. Clotted cream. Oh, good <laughs> God. Yeah. Lovely. Either way, it should give one a laugh. Around the dinner table. Yes. One can yes. only hope. And Asda spokesperson has said, clearly everyone is very excited about our snowman drink. Especially the snowman. <laughs> yeah, dispenser. And whilst we don't see what's rude about the little guy's tap, we are glad our customers are enjoying them. In the garden we can build a snowman. Unbelievable. That's tapping that ass. Snowman's mm. willy, or oh, don't be so silly. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the snowman with the dispenser. See? I yeah. want a bigger drink. Do it. Unbelievable. It's very interesting that you should say we're very penis heavy. <gasps> Here we go. Well, 
we're in the same ballpark. This is we're in the same vicinity. Ballpark. A man was left. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Flange. <laughs> we're in the same flange. My ass has no latch. <laughs> God. Here's Johnny. A man was left with a swollen. And Stony Hard Testicle. Stony Hard Testicle sounds like a blues guitarist from it the Delta. It does. Welcome to the stage, Stony Hard <laughs> Testicle. I woke up this morning. My testicle was stone. Lovely. I thought I'd give my woman. When she gets home. I've got those Stony Hard Testicle blues. After developing a parasitic worm infection. Hurrah! I know how much you love your parasitic worm infection. Worms! There seems to be a lot of worms and parasites on this show, do you not think? Yes. Burrowing away all kinds of places. Yeah. The 80-year-old, 80. She's got a couple of bagpipes, isn't it, is what's happening. Ooh, oh, God. The 80-year-old from India <gasps> went to see... They're always from India or China, if you notice this. Nowhere else. Every parasitic worm we've ever read out on this show, China or India. Some African. Very rarely. <gasps> China, these are third world countries, of course, went to see the doctor because he thought he had a urinary tract infection. Oh, God. He explained that he had blood in his urine and it was painful when he peed, according uh, to a paper published last week. He didn't notice week. the stone ball? Stone ball. You're going to get stone ball. I had a pair <laughs> of stone ball jeans when I was he younger. He couldn't reach it. Couldn't reach it. The you wife says it feels like stone. You would have to put it in a banana hammock. Yeah. He had the Medusa staring down the eye hole. <laughs> Medics examined the patient, who hasn't been identified, and discovered that his right testicle was grossly enlarged and stony hard. Basically a pool ball. Imagine a pool ball is where we're going. No. Pool. Orange. Pool for Americans. It's pool. A, a snooker ball for Brits. How's that? A billiard ball. <laughs> was... I thought you said poo ball. That's what a poo ball. <laughs> That's why I thought I'd poo ball. <laughs> I've seen an elephant's poo ball. <laughs> I thought that I'd seen everything. But I'd seen an elephant's poo ball. <laughs> the heck? I've Hello, seen a man. horse fly. They carried out CT scans. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Oh, God. They carried out CT scans, which revealed that he had a fluid-filled sac around his testicle, <sighs> which began to calcify like an eggshell. Get rid of it. <laughs> burn it. He threw it away and burn it. He threw it away and burned it. It's called hydrocell, and it's something that can often show up in newborns and disappears by the time they turn one. In older men, it usually develops in response to an infection or injury. The doctors began to suspect that the man may have been infested with a species of filarel worm, which tends to be found in hotter regions, like your armpits. Oh, well, it wouldn't be here. The equator. Yeah. They are spread to people as larvae from a mosquito bite before migrating to the lymph nodes, including the ones near the scrotum. Oh, God. Initially, some may experience she hasn't even got any bits and she thinks this is rough. No, I was thinking, there's a skeeter on my Peter, Peter whack it off, whack it off. I'll be around a campfire. Wow. Good reason to now. Now, you itch it, you're closest. 
Initially, some may experience symptoms that are similar to the flu, while most will feel nothing at all. Really? But if an infection goes untreated, the larvae produced by adult worms can go on to block some important lymphatic vessels. Oh, God. Don't be glum or purple, (laughs) Professor Plum. Oh, God. Game of Clue. Mm -mm. Miss Morris, you have the very last story of the evening. What have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? I think that I should win tonight and you should revise... Well, that's been done and dusted. No, I don't think so. No, No. (laughs) trust me, because this title alone would do it for me. Oh, ready? I'm prepared. Do it. Do it now. Girl's eyelashes ripped out after double-ended dildo (laughs) hits her at Bongo's Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) What? The hell? You know, how many times have you been to the bingo and you've been hit on the, the head with a double, double-ended dildo? Keep dobbing, fool. <laughs> Keep double... dobbing, fool. Do you know, it's dangerous out there. <laughs> Two fat ladies. <laughs> when Heather tells you keep dobbing, you keep dobbing. Up the bum. Number one. <laughs> no. <laughs> so she lost her eyelashes. Because she got hit. With a double-ended dildo. At bingo Bongo's bingo. bingo. <laughs> now, I can only think the pictures I've got in, in my head. In one circumstance. <laughs> eyes down for a full house. I've got. I've got. There's only one. You will know what this is. When we first started this show seven years ago, there was one headline that you read out that was better than that one. And if you can remember what that is, I will revise the scores. There was a very specific headline close to home for you in many areas. Close to home? That's right. Was it my Gordon Ramsay midget? (laughs) And the headline was? I don't remember. I'm too old. Midget? No, what was it? It was Midget Golden Ramsay lookalike sex pole midget killed by a badger. Yes. <laughs> killed by a badger? Did you right. fall out of your chair? <laughs> there Damn was a it. midget that looked like Golden Ramsay. He did do. Uh, appeared in novelty porn films and was out on a walk and got dragged down a set by a badger. No way. Yes, he Golden did. Ramsay lookalike midget. Killed by Badger. What a way to go. <laughs> Unbelievable. It took him a week to find him. That is very true. I shouldn't be laughing. But... Did the Badger eat him or just kill yeah, him? I, 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 I don't know. I, we, yeah. we, we didn't make it past the headline. Right. What am I thinking? <laughs> so, I can't think of a better headline. Than... Well, I want to know where the double dildo came from. I want to oh. know how it ripped your eyelashes out. <laughs> I, I mean, got a lot of questions. I, I'm writing the notes. I've yeah. got a list of stuff. And directions. Make a drawing. <laughs> so basically, we've got a double dildo and a midget so far. What? <laughs> and a bingo card. Uh, well. <laughs> her eyelashes were ripped out after the double-ended dildo hit her in the face. <laughs> oh, no. 
Tegan Denham documented the bizarre mishap in a hilarious <laughs> video. Mishap. Something went mishap. seriously wrong. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> above a mishap. A mishap is I've knocked my tea over. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. mishap is I've stubbed my toe on yes. the table. Yeah. A mishap is not having your eyelashes ripped out at a bingo game oh, by a, a double-ended That's kilter. a situation. <laughs> that's a proper situation. <laughs> you would have thought she would have got quiet. <laughs> That's about right. Did they someone throw it like a boomerang? I don't know. Did they know. expect it to come back? It could happen. She told how the sex toy had whacked her in the face. <laughs> As she danced at Bongo's Bingo. Well, that's her problem. Yeah, see, you shouldn't she be was dancing at for Bingo. It. Keep dumb for <laughs> Someone threw it out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Ladies. Isn't that what you do at concerts? And what, the, bingo the bingo callers? <laughs> the bingo hall? like the bingo caller. I'm kind of like about, a... <laughs> you're kind of like a dildo. Instead of panties, you throw your dildo. Wow, but you bring it in with you, do you? <laughs> I bring it everywhere. It's my best friend best friend it's all that you've got in your holster that's right well in the clip which went viral there's a clip apparently i'm glad you said clip after <laughs> she posted it to social media because she's brilliant oh. tegan looked shocked as she peered down and she had bare <laughs> eyelids well, <laughs> I still don't understand. I don't understand how I they don't got either. ripped out. How'd you get your eyelashes ripped she out? She was seen, well, here's the thing. She uh. was seen dancing with the dildo, which is what you do at bingo. Yeah, my mother did a similar thing at her <laughs> wedding. Oh, my God. Swinging the prop near her face. So she was just twirling it like a baton. That's Look, how you do it. She was explaining the doppelganger effect. One end of the toy then hits her in the face before she raises her hand to her eye to assess the damage. Despite the accident, Tegan continues to laugh and dance with a dildo, clearly seeing the funny side of what happened. You always have to look on the bright side of life. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she captioned the clip. You actually couldn't write my life. Tonight I went to Bonga's Bingo. And got hit in the face with a double-ended dildo. And it took a full lashes worth of extensions off that I had just purchased for twenty-five ninety-five at Sally's Hair Salon. No, I added all that. Okay. Uh. Only a few lashes appear to be clinging on to Deegan's eyelid, although it is not known if her real lashes were damaged. I feel really bad for her because she might get some dirt in her eye now. Oh, God. Dirt. Oh, Bongo's Bingo is a party-style game of bingo accompanied by live music and dancing. Bongo's. You have to bring your own dildo. Okay. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> Hang on, let me get my phone out. Yeah. Note to self. And dauber. Bongo's Bingo, dauber. dildo, and dauber. <laughs> dildo and dauber. Dildo and dauber. Solving crap. <laughs> oh, no. When you can't play by the rules... Davinia Dobber. Oh, that sounds an awful like like our other... Linda Dildo. Remember? Cockabur. This is and... a job for Cockabur and Bitchweed. Yeah. <laughs> they don't play by the rules. No, no rules. No rules. The DA wants to see us. He's angry again. We've broken the rules, but we get the job done. You want to see my badge? Nice.
<laughs> you're going down the station, son, and you'd be singing like a canary. Quit looking at me. Are I you didn't. Done. I said I was done. You're done, are she you? She doesn't have eyelashes anymore. The dildo took them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, There's no. always a price to pay. That's right. <laughs> Nothing's free. <laughs> every every action has an equal <laughs> and opposite reaction. The Lord given. The good Lord taken away. Wait. Now all the go. dildos have warnings on the label. Yes. May cause eyelash <laughs> damage. <laughs> It's got a little moustache. Please use goggles when operating <laughs> fuckstick. <laughs> Gross. Oh, God. Oh, happy days. We're going to get removed. <laughs> oh, did you say that Dildo had a moustache now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> old-timey one. We call this one the Prara. <laughs> <laughs> Come one the Sullivan. <laughs> the death on the Nile. Yeah, the Powell. Death on the knob. Oh, good God, madam. Oh, I know. God. <sighs> Happy days. Well, all good things come to an end, so let us look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery. Is Miss Morris? She <gasps> came in with just four points. She gets a nice cup of El Grey tea and a night locked in a holy mudroom, so lucky for her. Yeah. In second place tonight was myself. I scrambled through the forest, covered in stool. I'm up to second place now. I've scored six <laughs> points. In stool. <laughs> I get a John Carpenter bracelet and a beige-coloured Jeep, so that's lucky for me. Ooh, it splendid first place. No one can catch her. She was out front from the beginning. $33,000 IR camera is Michelle. She wins a satanic goat, a bucket of blood, and a demonic colouring book. Well, yeah. Crayola's gone downhill, isn't it, from what I remember? Oh. My gratitude and gracious thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Michelle. I can't even remember your last name. Really? And... All of the international <laughs> paranormal society in paranormal.net. I will fight well, you. Lucky days. You've been listening to more questions and answers, I believe. I have no idea where I am anymore. I'm going to lie in a dark room with a washcloth over my face. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>